Episode 25 Wolf. of the Chimps Podcast. A quarter centurum. It is a quarter of a century since we started making episodes. Um, and yeah, there you go. We've got a special episode today. Mm-hmm. Just to celebrate 25 years of Chimps, chimps. existing in the world. Have we got any sponsors? Yeah, we do. Um, <clears throat> do you miss hearing this? Call the police, there's been a robbery. Then you need to call Dodgy Refs. Give Dodgy Referees a call and we'll ensure your sporting events are refereed the way you want. What do you mean you're stopping the fight? Round one hasn't even started yet. We at Dodgy Refs won't even give the losing fighter a reply. Penalty kick for no reason? You got it. Flag on the play? You got it. DQ for something nobody else in the arena or at home could see? You got it. Dodgy refs, give us a call. Oh, yeah, sounds good. Dedicated to Herb Dean, was it? They got Herb Dean on the books, yeah, for sure. Um, Steve Mazzagatti Maser- or whatever it's called. Maserati. Yeah. Steve, Steve, Steve Levine, mm. Avril Levine. <laughs> it's on their books. Um, yeah. Do you have any sponsors? Uh, no, Bonjella. Bonjella. <laughs> That's it. Sponsored by Ponchella. I'm going to sponsor by a big, 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 big fella. fella. Oh, and Craig's. And of course, Craig's bar. Speaking of whom, there's some uh, big news. Big, big news coming from um, Craig's bar. Okay. So it's been in the news. Everyone probably knows about it, but we're announcing it here. It's now official. Craig's have completed their purchase of Portugal. Oh. The country. The country of Portugal. So this is huge news. It's been in the works for a number of years. It's recently come out. You know, rumours have been circulating. So, Craig's now owns Portugal, and as a result, there are going to be some changes mm-hmm. to Craig's Bar. To the country of Portugal, or and to Craig's Craig, Bar? To both. Oh, okay. Um, so, Craig's Bar are going to be adopting the uh, Portugal's decriminalisation of drugs mm-hmm. policy, so you can now take whatever drugs you want in Craig's Bar. Okay. And you, you know, it's fine. Anything at all? Anything. Mm. Um, Even a pork suppository? Yeah. Oh, okay. Poppers... Uh, Maybe they'll rename the country Portugal. I think that was on the cards. On the cards. Uh-huh. They've also introduced the Lisbon Suite, Oof. which includes a bronze toilet, mm-hmm. a shower, and a bath. Oof. Um, a thirty-two inch plasma TV. <laughs> yeah. A Sega Saturn. Yeah. And a bed with six pillows. Ah. No blankets or sheets, but they've got six pillows. Just lots of pillows. Yeah. So the Lisbon Suite being introduced to Craig's bar and hotel mm. um, they're also going to be serving a Portugal platter of various meats and fish yeah. along with a fish sauce made from a secret recipe which is extracted in house mm. they're keeping quite quiet about what that fish sauce could be but, Okay, yeah. Um, they're also going to be serving port and super bark pork bar. port, oh, and port. Por- they'll be continuing to serve pork ok yeah um, there's going to be a performance every night from Portuguese goth metal band Moonspell. Oof. Um, and they now have three new uh, ambassadors for Craig's Bar. Got Nuno Valente. Yeah. Famous uh, Portugal FC football player. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nelly Furtado. Yeah. And JK of Jamiroquai's dad, oh. who is Portuguese. Okay. Estranged from JK, but mm-hmm. he'll be he'll be there as well. So. In the flesh. 
in the flesh. You might get to see those people if you head along to Craig's bar. Mm. And then Maybe they'll make it into the poor, uh, the Craig's Hall of Fame. Maybe they will. Sorry, I just realised I've got some mysterious brown <laughs> substance smeared on my fingers there. Have you been Flash. to Craig's bar today? <laughs> just talking about Craig's bar, you get <laughs> dog dirts and all sorts on you. <laughs> The from the uh, you've been having one too many dog dirt mudslides from uh, Craig's cocktail range yeah. recently Flash. And you, um, but yeah there we go no, Craig's, Craig's uh, we're also sponsored by Pork Unisex <laughs> um, they've just said uh, we'll sort you out and that's, that's it that's all. <laughs> that's all that's all they've given us but there will be more on Pork Unisex later in the show Ah, oh, good. Good mm. to hear. Um, so I went to a local plum factory uh, recently this week uh, called Plum Central, and mm. um, they gave me some plums to review. Three plums, to oh, be okay. precise. Um, so plum number one. Um, this was the stuff of plum dreams, especially if you're vegan, because this stuff is, quote-unquote, accidentally vegan. Wow. Um, good for those with allergies. Uh, to be honest, I'd eat this particular plum with anything, and I will require a multi-pack. Oh, nice. Uh, plum number two. Uh, this plum was smaller than expected. Mm. Um, it was concentrated, though, so if you ate the correct amount of this plum, I think it would last as long as a regular plum, regular-sized okay. plum. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are better plums available, but this one did have a lovely smell. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Plum number three. Um, this plum had a great reach and had built-in Velcro to help keep it tidy if you didn't want you know, it going everywhere. Yeah. Um, the USB and audio inputs were handy. Uh, to use the LED lighting, I needed to plug the USB in. Uh, a bit of a down, uh, downside there. Um, I would recommend getting a USB extension cable or if you could use a power bank. Um, everything else worked without USB, so there was no issue with that. Mm -hmm. um, if anything, this gave me the choice to, uh, you know, of whether I wanted less wires or more wires. Uh, I found the quick mute switch handy, and um, the way the plum could move upwards was a nice way to help make sure it wasn't damaged. Uh, <laughs> well, with this particular plum, I also received a manual. Um, this plum came with caps on the connectors to help protect it. Um, this was a very well-designed plum. Ah. So there you go. I'll take plum number three, I think. I would recommend a visit to Plum Central if you uh, have good. a day, a whole day. I would dedicate a whole day to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, took a while to kick in there. Yeah. Nice for the silence. There's a um, new segment. Oof. For this special 25th episode mm -hmm. of the Pipe of Chomps. Um, it's the sex report. Okay. So, here we go. So I'm glad to report that for the rest of the week, they'll be shagging like there's no tomorrow across the south of England, particularly mm -hmm. in Bexhill, where we'll see a steady rise in human conception. Mm. Unfortunately, the north won't see such pleasures. In Falkirk, they'll be lucky to get more than five boinks a day. And Sterling could see as little as 15 fuck jobs for the week. Mm. It's a shame. But uh, Wales is gearing up for a moist weekend. And there'll be a particularly sweaty set of sacks in Bishop's Castle on Saturday night as the annual or open orgy takes place. Mm. Uh, it's expected to host at least 50 wet tips and several soggy flaps. And finally, Northern Ireland have clearly been gagging for some juicy action. 
following a very dry month in July, and I'm happy to say they'll be getting their cocks and cunts soaked in sticky white ejaculates this week, with an estimated 100 people getting porked. And that's the sex report. Well, as long as people are getting porked, that's the main thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, We apologise for any crude language. No, this is a family show, but... Yeah. You know, they have to learn sometime, don't they? Yeah. We're educational as well as informative. Mm-hmm. Um, how's it going as the president of the Caddy Spoon Collectors? Um, I did ask you last time, but yeah. I, want, I want an update. So, we're well, I'm still not the president because I got stripped for my title. Oh, I'm yeah. working my way back up to it. I'm still in talks with Cracker Jack's Wacky Facts, so it's still not going anywhere, to be honest. But I have been talking to Paul. Big Paul? Yeah. At the uh, Caddy Spoon Collector, who's standing in as president currently, mm-hmm. and there'll be an update next week. Actually, right. hopefully, mm-hmm. with regard to Cracker Jack Wacks, Wacky Facts and yeah. their centre. If we remember, if we remember, mm-hmm. um, got some job opportunities for you. Oh, yes, you fancy some of those? Um, I can't remember what you are off, off, off last time, but um, something to juggle. I'm sure it went well. Um, Okay, so the first one is, remember now, if you don't pick any of these, you won't receive your benefits. Oh, I know yeah. you've been okay. furloughed. Um, okay, so the first opportunity is mental maths teacher. Um, the perfect candidate will be able to display a reasonable standard of mathematic knowledge and the ability to take an absolutely fucking mental approach to learning, uh, subject to references. Oh, okay. Yeah, that I think that would, requires you to go a bit mad. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, that's okay. Uh, the next one is pork handler. Um, here at Craig's Bar, we pride ourselves on having some of the best pork handlers in the business. Uh, your role at Craig's will be to handle the pork to deliver a high-quality service. Uh, training will be provided, but you will need to provide your own equipment. Oof. Well, any job at Craig's Bar is a great job, so... Yeah. They have great benefits. Yeah, it's going to take something special to beat that. Well, I've got the perfect job lined up for you. It's a thong cleaner. Um, You will provide all the services of cleaning all da thongs at the 2020 Jug Life Festival (laughs) held at at Pontins Green Sands. Um, All juggalo thongs must be cleaned in a timely manner and you will be expected to perform the juggalo national anthem, Miracles, at the opening ceremony. If you ain't bringing a plus one, a jug wife will be assigned to you. Oof. Mm. So I get a wife as well in that one. Yeah. Oh, well, it's <clears> picking <throat> between the jug, big jug fest and um, Craig's bar. I'm going to go with option number three. The, the jug, big jug thing. Jug fest <laughs> with the thong clean, cleaning the services. Thong clean, yeah, I love handling pork, but I also love cleaning thongs. Okay. So I'll have that. So I uh, went for a walk in the park the other day. Okay. I was uh, going for a little walk. I was walking along and... Um, in the park? In the park. Oh, park. The park. The park, okay. Uh, and I was approached by a policeman and, um, you know, he started telling me about various traffic laws for some reason. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why. Um, and then he imploded and, like, turned into a kind of, like, a jelly-type liquid. And then the jelly took the shape of a giant cake. Just okay. took up all the space on the sidewalk so I couldn't get around him. Uh, and then I started to hear someone singing Happy Birthday, Mr. President. And out of the cake came Vince McMahon. Vince dressed, McMahon? Yeah. Okay. Dressed as Marilyn Monroe. 
or makeup on and a wig and everything. I thought you were going to say Marilyn Manson then for a second. I was going to I actually wrote down <laughs> Manson as I was uh, reminding myself of this okay, event. Yeah. Um, but he was dressed as Marilyn Monroe mm-hmm. and he was singing Happy Birthday Mr. President to me. Um, so I just kind of kept walking, walked around him. I uh, came across a, there was a basketball court then. So I went in and there were some people playing basketball. So I Was Shaq O'Neal uh, your friend? Was, no. Uh. He was at home. Okay. Mugsy um, Mugsy Bogues. Who? Don't worry. Mugsy <laughs> Mugsy Bogues. <laughs> Mugsy Bogues. He was like an NBA player who was like five foot one or something. He was. Oh, like, maybe it was there. I don't know him. So okay, yeah. Right. Uh, so I nabbed the ball off them and I challenged them to a dunk contest. So uh, we had a dunk contest and I lost. So I walked off. But as I was leaving, I noticed that uh, one of them was former Spurs goalkeeper Eric Thorsford. Okay. Yeah. Um, so anyway, then I, I carried on walking. I came to the lake, uh, so I sat down on the bench and I was looking at the lighthouse, which is on the lake. Mm-hmm. And the fake like, lighthouse. Yeah, no, well, no, it's a real lighthouse. Oh, it's a real one. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, out of the lighthouse, I was watching it. After about five minutes, uh, the door opened, and um, Richard Madeley came out. Oh, okay. And he he was um, kind of stretching and he was laughing, kind of manically. He looked a bit nuts. Uh huh. And he was like, "I've been in here for weeks." <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he dropped his trousers and urinated into the lake. And then uh, when he finished, he just... Wow, went, you've been building it up for weeks, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he uh, went back in and uh, started listening to the Boo Radleys really loudly. Okay. Um, and got up and went home. Was it the Wake Up, It's a Beautiful Morning song? No, it was one of their other ones. All oh, right. <laughs> from, their, from their extensive catalogue of songs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I just thought I'd... Yeah, recount that story. Sounds there. like a beautiful event. Yeah, so um, lakes and shit. Muggsy Bogues, by the way, was in an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's the one where Larry David looks at his dick when he's in the t- toilet at the urinal. <laughs> I can't remember that. One. And then he's like, "What are you looking at my dick for, Larry?" And then like Larry David runs out. He goes, "Ah!" And then he runs out of the toilet. <laughs> Sounds great. Um. I've got the Lamb Dallas report oh, yes. from this week. Uh, our Roman reporter, Lamb Dallas, has faxed me a copy of his um, review of Pork Unisex, who was our sponsor oh. for this week's episode. Um, and it reads as follows. I'm going to mint there here. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. When I received my invite to Pork Unisex, Eggmore's hottest new clothing outlet and barbecue smokehouse, it arrived in a grease-saturated envelope. It was branded onto a pork chop cut into the shape of a t-shirt. When I arrived at Pork Unisex, the queue to get in was about six miles long, with people literally, and I mean literally, foaming at the mouth to get in. Thankfully, I had a golden pork chop queue jump VIP pass. I walked up to the front of the line, making certain to let everybody know how important I am in relation to them. Um, A female who could have been aged anywhere between 16 and 75... Um, at the front of the queue was furious. Oi, what do you think you're playing at? I issued a swift slap to her face, rendering the customer unconscious or dead. He doesn't know, does he? Doesn't know, by the looks of it. And the security guard laughed and complimented my slap delivery before ushering me into the store. Mm. Um, the smell of barbecue smoke inside the store slapped me in the face. Uh, one side, I guess it's karma. Yeah. 
Uh, one side of the large shop floor was a barbecue smokehouse restaurant, the smoke from which wafted into the equally vast clothing area, kissing each garment with the scent of barbecued pork. Um, Can we get you any pork, Lamb Dallas? I'm okay for now, I replied. Come on, we can't have a national treasure like you going hungry. That's true. Oh, go on then, I said. Uh, uh, they clanged down a metal tray filled with smoked pork. I ate it and... I have to say, it was exactly how you would imagine. I even ate their speciality smoked pig wang burger. Mm. Uh, Inspecting the clothes, it quickly became apparent they were of the highest order, with beautiful stitching and hemwork. Running my hand along one of the dresses in the unisex children's range, I realized it was made of raw pork. In fact, all of the clothes were made of raw pork. I made my way to the children's changing rooms and hid. Strange move. Okay. Um, A few hours later, I walked out into the overcast streets of Egmore with a smile on my face and a belly full of pork. Uh, I would give this a 10 out of 10, a fun day out for all the family. Sweet. There you go. He's easily pleased though, isn't he? Because he gives everything like 10 out of 10. Well, (laughs) I don't think he's given anything a negative review so far. He's just a... A nice guy, isn't he? He Pork is. Lambda, whatever his name Pork is. Lamb Dallas. <laughs> Pork Dallas. Lamb Dallas. He's a lovely chap. Um, yeah. So uh, there you go. I've got some uh, more recasting that we've been given. So. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. We've been. Uh, we've done the Mar- We've done the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, we've done James Bond. We've done Friends. I think that's all. So okay. Far. What's next? Um, so next, we're going to recast the television show Dragons Den. And by we, it's you. Me, yeah. yeah. In the name of Pit of Chimps, mm-hmm. but it's me. So this big TV studios uh, been, yeah, asking us to recast Dragons Den. They're going to film a new season. So here we go. As Deborah Meaden, we've managed to get in Angela Merkel, okay, the yeah. German Chancellor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter Jones is going to be played by Tom Cruise. Right, yeah. Famous actor from uh, the film Talks. Yes, T O R X. They have a fa- they have a Facebook page. Yeah, go and check mm-hmm. it out. Mm-hmm. Um, Theo Papadopoulos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be played by Eric Banner. Okay, yeah. Another big name actor we've got there. Uh, James Khan is gonna be played by James Khan, the oh. actor. Oh yeah. <laughs> Three big actors on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Levi Roots, who was one of the contestants <laughs> on Dragons Den, yeah. is gonna be played by Morgan Freeman. Right, yeah. So we've got it's, <laughs> it's a safe choice, but yeah. <laughs> Lots of uh, big. Actors I would have gone here. with Craig Charles. Maybe we can get Craig Charles in to play Ewan McGregor or whatever the host's name is. <laughs> yeah. He'd be a good host, Craig Charles. Um, Richard, I don't know why it's not Craig Charles, to be honest. Yeah, he does everything else. Uh, Richard Farley is going to be played by uh, Richard Madeley. Richard Farley. Uh, who previously mentioned, if we can get him out of the lighthouse, that is. Yeah. Um, Hilary Devi? Dev- I'm not sure how you put Hilary, anyway. Yeah. Uh, she's going to be played by Caitlin Jenner. <laughs> Hilary Devey, I think it is, isn't Devey, it? yeah. I think. Exactly. Uh, Tuka Suleiman. Yep, Big Tuka. He's going to be played by Truman Capote. Right, yeah. Um, Might be slightly difficult, but yeah. And finally, uh, the main man, the main member of Dragon's Den, Dominic Valentine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dominic Valentine. Uh, he's going to be played by our old high school IT teacher, 
Mr. Parisi. Oof. I've been saying our English teacher because I was been getting him confused this whole time with Mr. Perez. Mr. Perez, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. but Mr. Parisi was the IT teacher, I think. That's true. Gino. That's so. right. Gino. There we go. Gino Parisi. Dragon's Den. And Mr. Gino Perez. Gino Perez, yeah. And I think, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember his name. R.I.P. Mr. Yep. Perez. Poor Sonny Sun- Perez. Poor Sunny, Sunny Perez. Perez. That's yeah. it, yeah. Mr. Sunny Perez. Oh, what a guy. Um, he might not be dead I hope he's not talking of friends of the show I've got a celebrity letter for you from oh, one of your yes. celebrity friends is it Piers Brosnan? I opened it was the only mail you got this week by the way oh, right. I just opened it anyway um, so it goes like this hi Tom um, oh. I'm sorry sorry I disappeared so soon in the past oh yeah I know you relied on me for sustenance do you know who this is? I think I know who it is yeah um, I hope you're still alive oh, yeah. I am alive Good, good. Uh, don't worry. Okay. Everything is going to be okay. Okay. Very reassuring. Yeah. Um, I purchased a large bag of 42 pork sausages from Iceland the other day, proving sometimes the sun does shine on the darkest days. Yeah. Good. Um, this is maybe going to be the giveaway as to who this is for you. Um, my albatross, Nigel Kennedy, is sick, so I've taken him to the vet. Mm, yeah, yeah. They're keeping him in for observation. I'm sure he'll survive. He's a real fighter, like Daniel Cormier, Josh Koscheck, or Todd Duffy. <laughs> anyway, I have to go now. I've left the microwave on. Um, there's nothing in there. I merely wanted to hear its warm hum. Mm. Uh, magically yours, Enya. Uh, that's from uh, Enya there. Enya. The singer slash composer. Yeah. Um... Good. Oh, sorry, I was just thinking about Enya. I'm just glad she's okay. I've been worried about her and her <laughs> albatross. Yeah, Nigel Kennedy. Nigel Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to have another crack at the game I do. everyone's been talking about? Spiffy Clive and the Emperor's Pantaloons. I do, indeed. I've been thinking about this all week. Plotting my strategy carefully. Yeah, so for any new listeners, uh, this is... Uh, is RPG... It's a role-playing game. Role-playing game, yeah. It is an RPG. Um, Or technically... Yeah, it's an RPG. It could be an ARG, but I think it's more of an RPG. Okay. So I'm going to describe the scenario, and you have to decide which option to take, and then I'll tell you if you've progressed or Mm -hmm. not. So just to give this scenario again, you are beloved milkman Spiffy Clive. Yep. While you and your girlfriend Erica Badu were shopping in everyone's favourite shoe shop, Clark's, the evil Emperor Jumbotron... Or is it Clerks? It could be Clerks. Who knows? Um, the evil Emperor Jumbotron has flown over in his jetpack and kidnapped her. You have to get to the Emperor's Tower of Delight and rescue her. However, he's wearing his magical pantaloons, which give him Darren Brown-level hypnosis skills. Oof. So you need to rescue her before he has a chance to hypnotise her into marrying him and joining him. Oof. So, your first choice. You're in Clark's. Erica Badu's just been taken away by mm-hmm. the evil emperor. You have two choices. You can either complete the purchase of those platinum crocs you've been looking at for six months, or you can leave Clark's to begin your pursuit of Erica Badu. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Well, the platinum crocs sound like they would be quite heavy. So, mm. I'm going to leave Clark's to pursue Erica Badu and Emperor Jumbotron. Okay, so... As you turn to leave, the clerk's shop assistant turns out to be a secret agent for Emperor Jumbotron, Mm -hmm. and they've pulled a gun on you, so you've got two options. You can either let them shoot it and catch the bullet in your teeth, spit it out, fly and kick them in the face, and then make a witty witty retort, Uh 
or you can try to convince them that you're their long-lost cousin, Real Philippe. <laughs> I'm going to go with the first option, because I've caught a bullet with my teeth before, and I know I can do it. Okay, so that has been successful. Mm-hmm. You've caught the bullet, you've spat it out, you've flying kicked them in the face. Which witty retort would you like to make? You've got two <laughs> options. You can either say, nice kicks... Uh, which refers to the kick you just knocked him out with and the shoes in yeah. the shop. Doesn't really make or, sense. <laughs> but yeah. Or you can say, tie up your laces now, you prick. Mm. Uh, they're the only two options. Yeah. I'm going to go with the second one. Tie up your laces now, you prick. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. There we go. So you've left Clark. Still alive, that's good. He's still alive. You need to decide how to get to Emperor Jumbo John's Tower of Delight. So which method of transportation will you take? Mm-hmm. Um, a taxi, you can walk, you can get the bus, you can steal a car, or you can rent a next bike. Now last time you rented a next bike and it took too long because you couldn't find one that was available. Mm. So you might want to bear that in mind for yeah. this selection. So I feel like, well that's out of the question then. I feel like, unless there's one there this time, but I'm assuming it's the same game, it's the same event only way you know is by so, selecting an option so walking equally would be too long um, what's the other two options taxi taxi or a bus or steal a car I do remember I got a taxi before and the driver was one of the henchmen and he shot me oh okay um, I can't take that risk with a bus driver either so I'm gonna steal a car and I, th- I think it's gonna be a really nice car I'm gonna steal okay so you've stolen a Mazda Okay, yeah, that sounds good. And you're driving and you've arrived at Emperor Jumbotron's Tower of Delight. You're there. This is the furthest you've ever got. Mm. There are five doors with different images on them. Oh, great. You to pick which one to enter. i got a one in five chance. Uh, one has a photo of Nicolas Cage's face on it. Yeah. One has a signed self-portrait of Amanda Holden. Mm-hmm. Uh, one has a photo of a man's hand on a copy of Mike Atherton's autobiography. Okay, yeah. Um, one has an illustration of a dog giving fuck to a goldfish. Okay, yeah. Uh, and one is a photo of the Norwegian flag made from pasta shells. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> which, which one are you going to go I with? can't go against Nicolas Cage. I'm going to go with Nicolas Cage, the Nicolas Cage one. Oh. I, I'm going to change my mind. <laughs> are you uh, sure? Based on your reaction, I've changed my mind. Okay. I'm going to go with the Norwegian flag. Oh, I've changed my mind again. <laughs> You've only got one more option. Okay, I'm going to go with the dog one. The dog giving fuck to a goldfish. Yeah. Okay, so you've gone through the door. Oof. On the other side of the door is a very angry Mike Atherton. Mm. He's very angry because you called his daughter a sultry cow. Oof. He tackles you to the ground and gets you in a figure four leg lock. Mm. And he keeps you there until... Emperor Jumbotron has managed to hypnotise Erika Badu oh, and marry her. No. Game over. Damn it. I did well though. It's the yeah. furthest I've gotten so far. You got into the tower. I'll take it. It's just Mike Atherton. Mm. Damn it. Pesky. His henchman. Pesky Mike right hand man. <laughs> Maybe next week. Yeah. I got the fruit rankings. Oof. Good. Will it be a record breaking, well, extension of the record? So how many times is it the tangerines I don't know maybe someone can tell us on uh, Twitter at Pit of Chimps yeah let us know um, so let's see so at number five 
we have nutritious objects. Oh. Mm, it's a new entry. New entry, yeah. Uh, at number four, <laughs> we have uh, pork. Ah, yeah, I think it's been in there before. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three this week, <laughs> we have Vince Russo. Oh, <laughs> former WWF creative writer. Vince what Russo. is going on, bro? <laughs> <laughs> what he says, doesn't it? It's his catchphrase. For uh, all was, of course, his finest moment. Mm-hmm. Um, now, here we go. This is important because could it be tangerines? Uh, could they be knocked off the top spot? Well, if they're not at either of the top two, I'd be very shocked. Let's have a look. So, at number two, we have tangy little grapes. <laughs> <laughs> Some tiny little grapes. Yeah, so at number one this week. It's plums. What? Plums. <laughs> National Champions. They've been a they've been upgraded wow. um due to uh, Plum Central. And my visit to Plum Central, I had a word with Paul from the fruit board. Yeah. And um, he agreed. And there you go. So where's tangerines? Not They've fallen the all the way down to number 47. Bloody hell. I'm, we've never seen such a fall from grace like that. No. Maybe they'll make a comeback. Maybe. Who knows? I'll be rooting for them. I'll, yeah. I've grown accustomed to them over these weeks know, and months. Like a, a long friend. Yeah. <laughs> like someone who's just really long and a friend yeah. like if you were friends with like Stefan Struve um, I've got another, another ranking system here if we, could, if we just do back to back rankings okay yeah yeah it's a return of the top 10 spicy boys oh here we go yeah so I'll just run through them quickly mm-hmm. starting at number 10 in at number 10 it's Linda Hogan okay yeah number 10 spicy boy in at number 9 we've got Nick Hogan yep number 8 We've got Paul Hogan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number seven, we've got Michael Spag. Yeah. Notorious Michael Spag. Uh, number six, we've got Malcolm Kennedy. Yeah. Uh, son of Albatross, Nigel Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six, we've got Bross. Yep. Uh, number five, uh, four, no, they were number five, Bross. Number four is Kenny Everett. Kenny Everett, yeah. Beyond the Grave. Mm-hmm. Number three is Mungo Jerry. Yeah. Band. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in at number two is Jennifer Aniston. Okay, former um, caricature on this show. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the number one spicy boy, the top spicy boy of them all, is Deep Roy. Oof. From uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And Flash Gordon, of course. Is yeah. And uh, he's bound and down, which I didn't know. Is he in that as well? <laughs> yeah. I've only seen season one. I he's in oh no he's in season 2 he yeah. couldn't bother with the rest of it um, I've got a, a movie idea I want to pitch to you okay um, so so the working part of this is uh, Pork Francais and it will be directed by Jean-Pierre Jeunet of uh, Amélie fame ah uh, yeah uh, so the film is set in Paris, France mm-hmm. didn't know where Paris was <laughs> okay uh, two human beings uh, one of which will be played by An- Anton Deconnet from uh, You Were Trash oh excellent um, by the way did you know his surname which I'm sure is a stage name uh, Deconnet in French is a, sli- is a slang word for um, when you're having sex and uh, your wang goes soft and falls out 
really? Of the orifice, yeah. What is it? What's it called? Decone. Decone. So it's like um, you'd say to somebody, "Oh, yeah, decone." It's like okay, just so a, it's, an insult, basically. It's just like a, a French insult. So it's a verb, but also a noun. Yeah. So he's just Anton Decone. That's his stage name, I guess. Anyway, um, and so yeah, one of um, so two human beings and a large hat. A forge, a forced to go on an adventure after a coincidental thing happens. Oh. Uh, one of the human beings goes to one of the other areas of Paris from the area where they live, and <laughs> they get lost. Right. Uh, the only option they have is to get home via an Uber. So they order one, and it turns up. Um, it's very exciting it's so, so far. It's, it sounds great. Uh, the Uber driver drives them home. Uh, but when they get there, their keys don't work. Um, a male pork butcher opens the door. Uh, they ask who they are, but the person says they are the homeowner and have been for 35 years. Mm. Um, a flying car goes by. In the future. Uh, two human beings uh, and the hat, uh, the large hat, um, realize time has gone on without them. They reason they have to integrate into the new world. Uh, with this, they strip down to the cookies and shoot themselves in their respective genitalia. Uh, the camera continuously zooms out as identical gunshots are heard all around the world. Ah. They strip down to their cookies. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the way the pen worked when I was writing it. <laughs> so there you go. Sounds really good. So I'll, I'll produce it. I'm going to send it off to Bollywood this time. Oh. It's going to be a Bollywood film. Sweet. Mm. What type of hat is the large hat? It's a, is that going to be down it, to the casting? It's just a gigantic hat? Stetson hat, which is like the size of a car. What's a Stetson hat? It's one of those ones that like detectives wear. Oh, like a, a trilby. Whatever, yeah. I don't know what a trilby is, but yeah. Yeah, neither do I. I'm not sure. I'm not familiar with hats. I know sombrero and I know top. Yeah, top is the best one. And flat. <laughs> Flat, yeah. Oh, and the uh, fez. And bobble. Yeah. A beanie. We should do a, a hat tournament. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a hat tournament <laughs> next week. Let us know if you want us to do a hat tournament on yeah. uh, I know Facebook or something. In the comments. In the comments. Yeah. Smash the like button. Subscribe. Hit subscribe. Uh, talk. Uh, talk to me online. Talk dirty to me. Yeah, I got a Discord channel. Um, and all that. I'm TikTok. on Twitch. TikTok. Hit me, hit me up on TikTok. If that's banned now. No, it's still there. Microsoft boy, it's all good. Oh, Again, okay. talked, talked to the max. We're live on Tout. Tout it out. Tout it out. <laughs> and Snapchat. And uh, Habbo Hotel. Habbo Hotel. Hit us up on Habbo Hotel and we'll uh, do a hat tournament. Sweet. Yep. Uh, do you want to have a game of everyone's favourite game show? Visually impaired cotton. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? Ladies and gentlemen, it's visually impaired courting. And here is your host, Thomas. Hey, hey, hey. Tonight's episode is sponsored by Big 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 Fellow dot com. Oh, 
thank you R. Graham for that additional sponsorship <laughs> message there um, welcome to this week's edition this fortnight's edition of visually impaired courting um, Simon I've got three lovely ladies for you here I'm going to describe them to you you can't see them you're not allowed to look at them uh, ever but I'll describe them to you and I'll describe a date that you'll be going on with each contestant and you get to pick which theoretically one. even though I'm not allowed to look at them yeah, you can't when you're on the date. You won't be allowed Splank to look at them. Either. Yeah. Um, okay, so are you ready for contestant number one? I am. Okay, contestant number one is Deep Fried Helen. Oof. Uh, Deep Fried Helen is Scottish. Obviously. Yep. She loves haggis, Billy Connolly, and the music of Travis. Mm. Uh, she works at the Ultimate Potato Stand in the, her local Asda. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, her dream is to become the first ever Scottish woman to top FHM's sexiest woman poll. Yeah. I, I'm assuming she'd be the first. Obviously, yeah, she obviously would be the first. <laughs> um, she has the Iron Brew logo branded on her left arse cheek, as yeah. is standard practice for all females of Scotch descent. Yeah. Um, it's a rite of passage. Yeah. And the date you'll be going on with Deep Fried Helen... You'll be the only two audience members in a 48-hour stand-up comedy routine performed by former MMA and pro wrestling superstar Ken Shamrock. <laughs> okay. So I bet that would be fantastic. <laughs> what, what do you think of Deep Fried Helen and that proposition? Well, I, I love the fact she's the ultimate potato woman, and I'm mm. sure that in Scotland, iron brew is probably something that you can have on your ultimate potato. Yeah. Um, just a can, an empty can of yeah. iron brew. Um, so yeah, I'm in. Okay, contestant looking good so far. Good start. Mm. Uh, contestant number two is Uncle Barbara. Oh, yeah. Uh, Uncle Barbara is the strongest woman in Nigeria. Okay. Uh, she enjoys the music of Steely Dan and beating people into a bloody pulp. Right. Uh, she was raised in a laboratory by the notorious Doc Wang. Oh, okay. Uh, and she has a pet rabbit called Angela Langford. Angela Langford. An- Angela Langford. Oh, okay. Um, and if you choose Uncle Barbara, you'll be going on a date in uh, the basement of notorious Cardiff crackhead Michael Spag. Right. Uh, to dine on a meal of his choice while he performs a striptease for you. Right, okay. So, what do you think about that? Sign me up, I'm in. You're in again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two fantastic propositions there. Maybe contestant number three can swing it, though. Let's see what she's all about. That's a lot. It's Pam. Just Pam, is it? Yeah, yeah. it's just Pam. Uh, Pam is part of a new age cult called The Pink Hood, who meet up every Wednesday to sniff glue and listen to Enya. Oh. Funnily enough. Hmm. Um, she's the second in command at The Pink Hood under the leader Pink Tony. <laughs> Um, she was arrested in 2016 when the Pink Hood staged a protest against toilets. Um, so she doesn't like toilets, something to bear in mind. Mm. She doesn't use them. Um, well, they're going, you know, south lately, aren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as part of the Pink Hood tradition, she wears a nappy and has never used a toilet. Okay. Uh, the date you'll be going on, if you choose Pam, you'll spend the day visiting Swindon's legendary multi-storey car park with celebrity tour guide Mika Hakkinen. <laughs> okay, yeah. The Formula uh, Formula One driver and club owner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From Mika. the Hong Kong. 
Mm-hmm. Hong Kong Akinen, as mm-hmm. they call him. Mm-hmm. So there's your third choice. What do you think of that option? Uh, not interested in him at all. <laughs> Reaction yeah. in the studio audience. They're not happy. So, well, you seem to have ruled out Pam. So, who's it going to be? You've got Deep Fried Helen, Uncle Barbara, or Pam, but you seem to have ruled out Pam. But... Do I get a roll, drum roll, or anything? Uh, or something that resembles a drum roll? Let's see. <laughs> uh, I'm going to select. I'm going with Pam. Yeah, I was just making it. I was just um, bringing the hopes down, so that when I picked her, she'd be mega excited about our date. Yeah, and yeah. she is. You can see she's in a nappy there, mm-hmm. dancing around. So you'll be, you and Pam will be spending the day visiting Swindon's legendary multi-story car park. My favorite venue in the world. Yeah. The Carlton Car Park with the curly outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, with celebrity tour guide Mika Hakkinen, who'll be giving you a tour of the car park. Beautiful. Sign me up. Beautiful. So yeah, there you go. Um, do you have anything else to say for yourself today? Um, I made a note, but all it says is woody wood wood wood, really good wood. <laughs> so I'll just get that out there. Maybe that's a sponsor. Woody wood 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 woody wood wood. Woody wood wood wood, really good wood. Huh. So I think it's a sponsor. Really good wood from Woody Wood Woodwood. Well, it's not official because they haven't paid us anything, but there you go, no. some free advertising for Woody, <laughs> Woody Woodbox wood, wood, or whatever they're called. I'm working on it, so we'll see. Maybe they'll be our sponsor next week. Yeah, maybe they'll be a company that will create. Yeah. And sell wood. Really good wood. People, yeah. Woody Wood Woodwood. Hmm. Well, that's episode 25 then, I guess. A in milestone episode. And we'll be back in two weeks. Let us know what you think in the comments something like that two weeks Spotify one week eight weeks eight who knows we'll be back at some point in the future see you then let us know hit subscribe (laughs) R.I.P. Turnip